I'm Selena Sage, and Live Free is for our collective liberation. Namaste and welcome to Wisdom Wednesday. Today it is my honor to feature modern mystic Sister Thea Bowman, who I am amazed I had not heard about until I did my own independent research to feature women mystics around the world. And Thea Bowman is probably as close to home as I could ever come. She was a religious sister, teacher, scholar, and major contributor to the Roman Catholic Church. And she's African American. And her birthday was December 29th, 1937, and she passed away in 1990. So overlapped with my own life. I mean, she is, she is someone who has had a tremendous influence on, in ways that I didn't even know. She was actually a pivotal person involved in the creation of the African-American Catholic hymnal, which is entitled Lead Me, Guide Me just still used in the African American Catholic Church that I was raised in. So I know that I've uh, sang songs that she was responsible for contributing to the Catholic Church. Just incredible. She's been designated a servant of God, which means that she is on her way into consideration for sainthood by the Catholic Church because her contributions have been that tremendous. So what I'd like to do is share a little bit about her life and then share a few of her quotes that honestly remind me so much of my own, (laughs) my own family, my own grandmother. So it's just, um, it's incredible that we have these, we have these masters in our community and don't always know about it. I mean, I'm shocked that I didn't know of her life and story through the church. So she was born in Mississippi in 1937, as I mentioned, and to give you a sense of how African-American history is not as far away as it seems, her grandfather was actually born a slave, but her father became a physician and her mother was a teacher. And though she was raised in a Methodist church, her parents gave her permission to convert to the Roman Catholic faith at age nine, which is incredible. So she is very she was very, very educated. She received her bachelor's degree in English from Vertibo University that was apparently run by her congregation. She attended the Catholic University of America in Washington, D.C., where she earned her master's in English in 1969. And then she went on to earn her Ph.D. in English in 1972 from the same university. So incredibly, incredibly educated. She initially taught elementary school in Wisconsin, went on to teach high school in Mississippi, and then later taught at her alma maters, both Vertibo University or Vertibo College, and then the Catholic University of America, and also Xavier University in New Orleans, Louisiana. So very, very involved in education at all levels. And in 1987, she was instrumental in the publication of the Catholic hymnal, 
Lead Me, Guide Me, the African-American Catholic Hymnal, which is the complete title. And it was the first such work that was ever directed to the black community in the Catholic Church. And she coordinated this project, saying it was born of the needs and aspirations of black Catholics and picked songs that she felt really raised the vibration of worship. It was just incredible. So she, she went on to become a, uh, an evangelist and had far-ranging audiences from Nigeria and Kenya to Canada, the Virgin Islands, Hawaii, and across North America. She called on Catholics to celebrate their differences and to retain their cultures and to reflect on their joy at being one in Christ, a joy which her audiences always found to be remarkable because she was charismatic and carried that love for one another and celebration of loving Christ through one's own culture. It's just beautiful. I I think that um, her, her presence in the Catholic Church at that time definitely raised the vibration of the church and the message that was able to be communicated to different communities. And apparently she was even featured on... 60 Minutes with Mike Wallace, and I read that she prodded him into saying black is beautiful, which is powerful in and of itself. And this was one of the quotes that she mentioned that really touched me. And so I'll, I'll start with this one and then read a few other of her uh, quotes and discuss. So Sister Thea said, I think the difference between me and some people is that I'm content to do my little bit. Sometimes people think they have to do big things in order to make change. But if each one of us would light a candle, we'd have a tremendous light. I think the differences between me and some people is that I'm content to do my little bit. Sometimes people think they have to do big things in order to make change. But if each one would light a candle, we'd have a tremendous light. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And I think this message is so timely because when we're feeling overwhelmed at these big problems, there's a certain sense that we need to put the problem on our back and resolve it ourselves. But this is this is a message to just focus on your little bit. The collection of all of us together is a tremendous light if we are all just content in doing our part. So I also read that when she, immediately before she passed away, she was still speaking <laughs> to at conferences Um, specifically for Catholic bishops, from her wheelchair. And the bishops were powerfully and visibly moved by her presentation. I mean, this is an extraordinary woman. Apparently, even Harry Belafonte met her in Mississippi in 1989, hoping to do a film on her life. And I really hope that something is done to commemorate this extraordinary woman. I mean, she is just 
just was just this quiet force that made such a tremendous change. By integrating these hymnals into the Catholic Church, I can tell you from personal experience, it was a connection to culture that I don't think had been present in the Catholic Church before. I mean, even singing We Shall Overcome, this is largely seen as a really as a sacred song that was sung by enslaved persons for hope and to include this in you know in a church setting for catholic church a traditional you know roman catholic church is extraordinary so i'll read a few more of her quotes um that i that really stood out one was Remember who you are and whose you are. And I can tell you for certain that I've heard this from <laughs> from my own grandmother many, many times. Remember who you are and whose you are. This is a reminder to stand in your power. You are a child of God. Remembering that is a source of great strength. I once read this quote that you are your ancestors' wildest dreams. And I just, that just really stuck with me as a powerful, powerful statement. If we think of those who came before us, who oftentimes struggled to achieve the freedoms that we now enjoy so freely, if we remember that we are representing that transition in a powerful way, that is an incredible source of strength. And I believe it was Maya Angelou who said that when you are in a room, you're you are never alone. You're one of 10,000. 10,000 ancestors stand behind you. I'll have to find that exact quote because it was it was so powerful. And I think it's just a reminder that you're not alone. And this is something that I think we sometimes forget. We sometimes get caught up in our personal struggles and we we lose sight of the fact that what we have accomplished, who we are, is, is tremendous. Uh, so this is the quote by Mama Maya. I come as one, but I stand as 10,000. Think of that. That is so powerful. I stand as 10,000. Beautiful. So this is another quote by Sister Thea. I know that suffering gives us new perspectives and helps us to clarify our real value. I know that suffering has helped me to clarify my relationships. Perhaps suffering stops us in our tracks and forces us to confront what is real within ourselves and in our environment. This is beautiful. This is talking of how suffering really opens a window. It gives us these perspectives. It helps us to clarify what is real in ourselves, in our relationships, 
in our environment. It stops us. It stops us from this forward motion that we naturally have to look around and see what's truly important, what's real. This is a beautiful perspective on suffering, which I think oftentimes we try to avoid at all costs, but part of the human condition has this suffering, and all of the great masters like Sister Thea encourage us to use suffering to wake up, to wake up to truth, to wake up to what is real. And she says, I tried to make sense of life. I tried to keep myself open to people and to laugh and to love and to have faith. And I think this is, um, this is a very honest you know, and open statement. No matter where one is in the spiritual journey, I think there, there are often times that it happens that you, you're trying to make sense of everything around you. But if you're staying open to people, loving, laughing, and having that faith, then your world is, is beautiful. It's beautiful. And she said, I know that God is using me in ways beyond my comprehension. What extraordinary faith. It's just beautiful that she moved confidently in her purpose. What she felt inspired to do, which was to uplift others. And she was an example of that. So one more quote. She says, I find that when I'm involved in the business of life, when I'm working with people, particularly with children, I feel better. A kind of strength and energy comes with that. And I really love that because I, I know I feel the same when I'm with children. One, when we're helping others, this is a beautiful act of service, not only to others, but to ourselves. That sense of separation goes away when we're involved with helping others, uplifting others. Because we are one, that automatically reflects on us. And I think Sister Thea Bowman was just an extraordinary example of doing this in so many ways in her own life. And what a tremendous impact she's had on the Catholic Church, even though I didn't know who she was. And I've been excited to, to share the story I learned about her since um, I ended season one, because I had planned to include her story then, but then decided to you know, take the break. But just reading about her, reading her quotes, learning about her life and her contributions reminds me that we have mystics and healers, and, and saints, and masters among us. This is not something that's relegated to the pages of history. We have modern-day mystics that are subtly changing the course of the world, just as you are, through your actions. So I think when I read this wisdom from Sister Thea, I'm inspired to encourage you to shine the light of your own candle. Do what you can. Walk in faith. Know that though you may come as one, 
You stand as 10,000. Stand in your faith. Stand in your strength. And continue marching forward. We shall overcome. Thank you for being here. Namaste.